0: is the punt return with Woot and Why, and it's all proudly brought to you by Reading the Play the place to go for the winning edge.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Punt Return. I am Josh Y. I'll be joined by my co-host Josh Woot a little bit later in the show we brought to you by Reading the Play as you heard at the top of the show and joining me from readingtheplay.com is Mr NFL. How are you going, buddy?
2: Yeah, very well, Josh. Um, how are you? i
1: yeah, I'm doing good. Um, big week in sport, uh, a lot of NFL, a lot of college football on. I was a, It was a killer week in terms of college football with a lot of great matchups. And uh, fortunately for us last week, just uh, sort of hours after we recorded, it was a common theme across all our podcasts. Uh, we talked about him in DFS. We talked about him as Rookie of the Year in our mid-season review with, with, uh, with Josh and Scott, who uh, guess hosted for us in our other show. Um, but Deshaun Watson tearing his ACL really hurt us. Last week. So um I, I did you the common courtesy, Mr NFL, and I just gave that a wash this week. So I'm not gonna let that uh hang over your record this season in terms of our personal uh bookkeeping for the show because uh uh you guys were ahead of the news early and, and told everyone sort of to get on and hedge and and fix it up if anyone sort of got in early.
2: Yeah, look, um, you know, putting up a, a bit early in the week, you know, it, it sort of lends itself up to be, you know, uh open to these sorts of things and you know yep. Like you said, Dishon... Watson's had a stellar half year and, you know, was looking great. And, you know, I feel for the Texans that, you know, the, they could have really gone to post-season this, this season. And without him now, you know, the, the whole season's sort of up in the air, you yeah. know, and it sort of blew our play out of the water a little bit. But, um you know, in those sorts of circumstances, you had a few options to head out of your uh, wager. And, you know, the line did change. But, um yeah, it, it, it was a bit of a disappointment considering that you guys – um. You know, crushed the other two legs.
1: Yeah, we uh we hit on our other two legs, so hopefully, um, people uh, still got still got on those two and just did a double or, or a uh, two leg multi there. But, um, how did you go for anyone? You know, the subscribers for reading the play and, and people can head to reading the play for NFL and college football subscriptions. How did you do overall in 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 week uh, nine?
2: Yeah, look, with uh, Houston in mind and hedging out of that, but um, you know we had another three plays up and we, we ran two out of uh, the three. Um, the college guy was awesome as well. He, he had a quite a good uh, weekend for yep. wagers. Um, one, one, uh, you know, um, bet that uh, played out as a, a tie, so that came out, and we went two and one as well. So overall, we cleared about three units. Um, That's what you want Houston to hear. Yeah. yeah, that's it. You
1: know. Exactly. And uh, looking ahead to, to Week 10 now, I just want to mention, um, you know, for for people listening, um, and I'll get wooed on later on and we'll gloat about this, um, and it probably jinx ourselves, but we thought we'd better check on our record through Week 9 of the season, and we're both actually 16 and 11. Um, so we're actually hitting on 60% of our tips for everyone uh, listening, which is a pretty good strike rate considering how sort of topsy-turvy – um, the NFL has been, and with our underdog plays as well, if you just put a dollar on every game or a unit on every game, you'd be up, um, about eight units as well across nine weeks. So, um, we're doing pretty well for, uh, for the listeners, but, uh, let's get into week ten, and what have you got for us, Mr. NFL? I'm, I'm keen to, keen to hear who you tip and who we put a mocker on or jinx this week.
2: Well, look, I one of the players I picked up last week were, were the Saints, New Orleans Saints, and, you know, uh, they end up doing us a favour in covering the, the six and a half they had last week. Um, yep. I, I really like where they're heading. Uh, you know, I sort of had a look at their numbers and, and they've been pretty good. And, you know, they're, they're rated in some of the top teams in the league. And, yep. you know, and just looking at what Payton has done with the Saints here, yeah, they've really taken that reliance off... Drew Brees, um, you know, they've always been the, you know, the, the reliance upon him to to win and lose this game, you know. So now that they've sort of got a running game involved and their D stepped up, you know, a lot of pressure's come off him and, you know, he's throwing the ball a lot less, and but his quality's there and, you know, his numbers are good and, you know, and, and the turnovers and interceptions for the... Orleans, New Orleans overall have been really good compared to last year. So I really think that they're trending up. Um, I, I think it's going to be a really good game against the Bills. It'll play off sort of material. But, but yep. after what I saw from the Bills last week against the Jets, that offensive line couldn't protect Taylor too much. And he, he was sacked seven times, I think it was. And, it was a dominant you know,
1: display by the Jets.
2: Yeah, it was, and and that's yeah. coming from a Jets side, which defensively, you know, they're not in the top echelon of teams, you know. And if they can do that to you know, the Bills, who are, you know, uh, a pretty solid side, you know, had a good record going, you know, I I see a young sort of Saints uh, defensive line really giving Taylor sort of a bit of a bit of a hard time this week, and you know, I can see a lot similar playing out and. In the, like the Jets did last week with um, mm-hmm. Buffalo. But um, yeah, look, I, I like the minus three of the same. So I'm happy to take that. I know the price has sort of gone out a little bit, but that goes with the territory of the line starting at sort of minus two, minus two and a half. So it's now sort of floated out the minus three. So I'm happy to grab it now before it goes over that. And, you know, I think $2 is a good price on William Hill.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh... I'd be I'd be shocked if it crept over the the, the three and a half. Um, but yeah, you don't want to you don't want to take that risk and and, exactly. and and just take the three. And then you know if it does trip back to to minus two and a half, you you know you might be tempted to reload if you if you're really confident in that. Um, it is just been an incredible run by the Saints in terms of their defense. Like just looking at DVOA and, and I. I love football outsiders as a metric. Um, people are probably sick of me saying DVOA. I probably say it 500 times every NFL season across uh, our podcasting platform. But um, I just, I really appreciate the metric and the analysis and, and the hard work that they put in over at uh, football outsiders. But, you know, they were in the bottom sort of five or six defenses for the last, you know, three or four years. And now they're ranked eighth on defense and having some coverage from their corners has allowed, you know, Cameron Jordan and Alex Okafor and, and some, Smaller names like David Onyemata to to really get a lot of pressure um, up the interior, as you said, and um, and it, it sort of draws some trouble for for Buffalo. Uh, the Saints are now five and one against the spread over their last six games, but Buffalo are five and one straight up in their last six games at home. So um, Buffalo are a much better team at home, but I think they kind of got exposed last week.
2: Yeah, I think that the, the key is that um, Payton will learn from that game against the Jets and, and what they did to um, really slow down Taylor and really expose him. And, you know, seven sacks, that's, that's it's pretty uh, damning, isn't it? Yep. Um, and, and I am an advocate of the DVOA ratings too. You know, the, the, the breakdown of pretty much every action in a game and, and how it plays out, and you know, both on a defensive and offensive side, really sort of... You know, analyzes the game to the nth degree and yeah, football outsiders is a a, a recommended website for, you know, your listeners.
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, we'll, we'll get Wood on later on in the show and we'll, we'll pick uh, two of our uh, six picks to, to pair up in a three team teaser with your selection. But uh, before we let you go, uh, what can, uh, what can people expect from uh, reading the play?
2: Well, much the same as what we've been dishing out, you know, good steady um, results and, you know, plenty of good uh, subscription offers. And, you know, like I mentioned to you before, that um, not only do we have the the NFL, but we have college ball in in our subs. And, you know, also, you know, reading the plays is not just, uh, you know, American football, it's racing and soccer and a whole bunch of other things. So, you know, yep. it's really an excellent um, you know, tool and, and had great success through both the NRL and the AFL seasons to, you know, quality analysis uh by those guys over there. They really are very good at what they do. So, you know, look for those that want to join us, you know, a full list of, you know, college and NFL will be up by the weekend and you know, so I encourage the, the raft of Wooten and Richmonds to visit the website, subscribe and come and have some fun with us.
1: Alright, I, uh, definitely concur with that. Uh, Mr. NFL, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. Good luck in week 10 and we look forward to, uh, catching up and toasting, uh, to a, a successful week 10, uh, next, uh, next week.
2: Yeah, I really look forward to what you guys have for the the rest of the multi and your long shots. Um, I hope your listeners have really been taking note in your great record and you know uh, making having an enjoyable NFL season.
1: All right, joining me on the line is uh, my buddy Woot. What's going on, mate? Two and one last week, sixteen and eleven on the season. You're flying. You're doing well. <laughs> not too
0: bad. Not too bad. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not. Uh... Not swimming in cash, but uh
1: mate, you're you're yeah. on a hot streak. You're you're five out of six out of the last two weeks. Oh, hot, hot,
0: hot, hot. Pretty good. Hot, pretty
1: good. Hot, 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 yeah, hot, if I don't say so myself, uh pretty 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 good. So uh let's let's jump straight into it. Week ten. Uh Mr. NFL has picked the Saints minus two and a half at Buffalo and we'll we'll pick our two selections at the end of the show, um, to link up in the three team teaser. But what's what's your first play here in week ten?
0: I'm gonna to go to the Steelers. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the Steelers are a better team than the Indianapolis Colts. And I know, know. they wow. climb in the green every week.
1: <laughs> Hanging some real onion there. That's fine. A double digit line. Um, it's always yeah, it is it's 10 always points. scary. Yeah.
0: 10 points. So um, and that's not normally like me. I'm usually on the opposite side, but um, yeah. Like as good as Jacoby Brissett has been this season against all odds. Um, this offensive line for the Colts, like, we know it's not good, but the pass rush of the Steelers is just insane. Yep. Um, yeah, and they're, the Steelers are at a point now where they're, you know, they're really starting to roll, and Big Ben doesn't necessarily need to be the guy he used to be, because everyone else around him is just flying. So, I mean, the fact that you can kind of just
1: sit Martavis. This Martavius
0: yeah, this <laughs> Martavius Bryant situation, the fact that you can just, you know, flick him off and then get Juju. Awesome. So yeah, I think ten I think it I think it'll be close to be honest, but um then again I can see it being a complete blowout. So we'll see, but I like the Steelers.
1: Yeah, look, uh if it if it pleases you the last five games, uh the Steelers have beaten the Colts um, in the Big Ben, uh, sorry, it'll be six. Oh no, that's 2005 in the playoffs. But, uh, the last couple of games have been massive, massive blowouts. So they won 28-7 last year, 45-10 in 2015, and 51-34, um, in 2014. So they've been, uh, pretty big wins, um, in regards to that. And then back in 2011, obviously you're looking at, uh, the Manning era, 23-20, they snuck home there as well. So, um, they've yeah. historically, yeah, and, yeah the and, last few years they've owned us.
0: Yeah. And they were, they were on a three, three run winning streak before heading into the bye. Yep. And now they've had, you know, plenty of time to prepare for a Colts team that, yep. you know.
1: When was, when was the last time the Steelers defense was better than their offense? It's been, I mentioned 2005, that could be it.
0: Yeah, it's been a while. The uh, Steel Curtain has been, uh, yeah pulled back for quite some time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's in town. It's, it's, it's back. They're putting the shutters up.
1: Exactly. And on the cold side of the ball, Henry Anderson and Vontae Davis put on IR today. So it's just just brutal. Um, How, ins- how's your
0: heart? How's um, your heart when Vontae speaks about, you know, maybe 2018 changes? good? Is that what he said? Yeah, I look,
1: I, look, he's not going to be on the roster next year. Um, I've come to terms with that. He's an older player. Hasn't been that great... This season, but uh, I definitely, uh, I definitely appreciated him, and it was a one of the better trades Grigson made. But um, I'm I'm keen to see where Chris Ballard takes us in all this, and all this mess. But if you want some something uh, on the Colts, we're missing our quarterback, one our starting free safety, our starting strong safety, our number one defensive end, our number one corner, our second running back's gone, our number one right guard, and number one right tackle. Our number two rated inside linebacker and our number two tight end are all on IR at the moment.
0: And you know, my heart yearns for you. Yep, yearns for you. Wrong, <laughs> my yep. heart cries for you. <laughs> but at the same time, if you are one of these players, ready? Conspiracy time.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: are you? Are you honestly like? Are you uh, really? saying how bad your actually your injuries are, you know, they might not be that significant, but you just don't want to go out there yeah, every week yeah. and
1: especially when Chuck Pagano like answers a simple question in a press conference with a you know a 9 a 9 minute answer. It's just hard to swallow. Anyway, I I like the pick uh, the, the Colts, you know, they barely got by Tom Savage last week, so I think the Steelers should win comfortably. there. Uh, my first play is a total I'm taking the over. So last week the Jets over hit on Thursday night football and I'm taking the over again here in the Jets at Tampa Bay game. The total is set, uh, at the moment. Uh, you can get it for, it's 43 and a half at some places or 43 or even 42 and a half. So shop around. Um, obviously the over 42 and a half would be a lot better. Um, I just, I think it's too low and I know Jameis Winston's not starting. I know Mike Evans is suspended. But you look at these two teams and they've they've got the ability to get plenty put up plenty of points. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick, he can't play that much worse than how Jameis Winston was playing with that shoulder injury. So I actually expect some production, a little bit of a revenge of Ryan Fitzpatrick taking on on the Jets. Um, and Fitzpatrick has shown, you know, when he's come on, he's able to put up points. He did it against Arizona when he was Relief for an injured Winston a few weeks ago. And then the Jets, they're clicking offensively. I want to buy a Josh McCown JM15 cookbook. The 38-year-old's wheeling and dealing. Um So, you know, the Jets, the last three games, they've averaged 53 points. Total's 43 points. Um, I definitely think um, it'll go over. Um, and you look at these two teams. Yeah, you said
0: it, wait, the, the games average 53 points, right? Yeah. okay exactly the jets average oh no no not
1: that but they're amazing (laughs) you look at their defense they're 21st in defense tampa bay is 30th in defense so i'm expecting plenty of blown coverages and with these quarterbacks as well you know they're not afraid to take risks and throw the ball down the field so you may get a pick six or two as well um i think the over um is a play here and um i definitely think uh I'm going against all the trends because the total's gone under in six of Tampa's last seven games against the Jets. But these are two totally different teams than um, the Jets and the Bucks of previous years.
0: Yeah, I don't know much, if there's much more that I can say. I can say that I won't be watching this game because I'm not too interested. But yep. um, it isn't a surprise if I, you know, while you're watching whatever game you're watching and the little, the little ticker down the bottom Says you know thirty to twenty seven or something along those lines. You can just you can see it being one of those garbage shootouts where there's just minimal defense and you know just play after play of just real, especially for Tampa. Like Tampa, just no names. It's, it's that's what it's. I feel like it's just going to be yep. you know a few a few players that you you haven't heard much of scoring against the Jets. But yeah, I think Macau and this could be a. Um, what's it called, a McCown and Fitzpatrick you know let's see who was the better quarterback
1: it's a duel and the, the jets have talked about uh, bringing McCown back next season so uh job on the line for McCown so yeah i i think i think that and should what be what do some you say
0: place. to that like what cuz the jets are just going to be in a rebuilding phase for that long that they're like yeah well i don't know yeah, I, don't, I, don't,
1: I don't know it's weird i like He's a decent... If he keeps if he plays the same way he does next year, and obviously... The, how they can, old is he, 38? Yeah, obviously they can draft someone. They're not going to be drafting as high as they thought, but who knows how the draft plays out, right? Like, you, you, Deshaun Watson went 12th. Like, it's not that foreseeable that, you know, someone that could be there for the Jets and they can just be patient with it and take their time. And then their roster has, has shown that they're not as bad as many have thought, and they've, you know, they've done a, they've done a pretty good job. So... I don't. I don't disagree with bringing him back. I think it's fine. (laughs) Who's your? uh, Who's your second? What's your second play?
0: Um, My second play. um, I went with the Jags last week. I'm going with the Jags again. You're Um, gonna
1: keep picking them until they let you down again.
0: I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But uh, I like. Hey, I like the Jags at the moment. They're. they're, uh, I think they're. They're really getting on a roll. we all know this defense is just ridiculous. Oh,
1: yep, yeah. They lead the NFL um, in sacks. They're just killing it.
0: Saxonville. And, all right, so they're going up against the Chargers, who teams that have beaten the Chargers, which, you know, seems to be most teams this season, they have, they're having plenty of success on the ground. Yep. And, I mean, I'll, I'll go back to the Philly game in particular because I know that, you know, I'm, I'm a Philly fan, so I obviously watched that intently. And there was just so much success to be had. Against that defensive line of the Chargers. and the whole Jags game is based on pounding that bloody rock up the middle with the running backs. They're going to have four net back after he, you know, was a few team violations. Um, but yeah, that's that's just their mantra at the moment. You know, hard defense, sacks. You know, Ramsey being a boss, and just running it up the gut. And I like Chargers... I just won't be able to, you know, fix their uh defensive line against this J- Jaguars team It's yeah. ridiculous.
1: J- Jartavis Brown is back, but I'll say this because I just uh did the uh DFS pod with uh with Daryl and I, I mentioned Leonard Fournette as a play this uh this week. The Chargers are uh last in the NFL in terms of the yardage that they're allowing uh to running backs. So it's not fantasy points, but yardage they're averaging, I think teams are averaging 120 yards a game um, against them. So that's what the Jags do best with Leonard Fournette um, on the and, ground. And,
0: and see what see what the Jags did last week. And Fournette wasn't even there. That was yeah. just with Ivory. And Ivory, you know, we are a fan of Ivory. We've got stories about Ivory, but <laughs> yeah, never Fournette, forget. Fournette is a completely different beast to what Ivory is. Yeah. Ivory, like, sorry, Fournette is kind of like a calmer version of what Ivory is, he's, you know, he is a hard runner, but he just, it seems like he's just more focused or something, he's just, he's, yeah.
1: Yep, Um, I don't mind the play, I picked the Chargers yesterday, um, just because of Mahoma, and I love the Chargers, and I want to see him go on a run, but um, like Blake Bortles hasn't been, like, shooting himself in the foot over the last month as well, he's actually been pretty smart with the football, Um, I think it's starting to resonate with him that if he can just be carefree he can possibly get a playoff win under his belt um which is crazy old world it would just be the most 2017 thing ever if Blake Bortles has a has a couple of playoff wins uh, it's just
0: you know what like I I love I love these stories where people just completely count somebody out and then they come back from the abyss and just you know crush it I was I was kind of hoping Osweiler did it just so he could shut you up (laughs) yeah
1: oh man he was so bad oh uh, he was so bad like, i'm yeah.
0: glad he was bad he was playing philly but yep. you know it was just yeah that's yep. oh by the way remember how i said bold prediction i was like it's not too far away Simeon ain't playing yep too good that that osweiler start yeah. happened can uh, you believe it yeah <laughs> so four a fr- week
1: a friend of mine uh Shahidi and you'll meet him at uh my box party uh next may um he he was texting me and he's like oh, i'm listening to the pod and uh I get an alert while I'm listening, saying Brock Osweiler name started, and it was just literally after Josh predicted that Osweiler would start uh, in a few weeks because he was kind of backtracking, listening to some older episodes after he got back from his honeymoon. So he was just like, "Woot, nailed it!" So kudos to you. But uh, speaking of Osweiler, I'll, I'll jump ahead. This is my third play, but I can
0: I can do yeah, it can in I, whatever can I just order I want. Yep. How bad is Paxton Lynch?
1: <laughs> he must be so awful. Oh boy!
0: I, I don't. I. God. <laughs> God damn it! You've got to roll him out there, right? If yeah. they're if they're rolling out Oswald even if he's in a
1: wheelchair, absolutely. just roll him out.
0: Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> he could be in a hospital bed. Honestly. <laughs> wheel out the
1: corpse of Peyton Manning. Go on, wheel out the statue of Peyton Manning.
0: <laughs>
1: oh god oh boy yeah no i get it it's it's awful uh but anyway speaking of denver i'm taking the under in their game 46 and a half right. points um so part of that is because i'm not expecting too many points from denver um i can't see them scoring too many points even though new england's uh defense is you know in the, in the metrics still one of the worst two or three defenses in the nfl but I'll say this: they've been stingy on points the last month, so they've been giving up yards, but they've been stingy in terms of giving up points. But part of the reason as well is, look, New England are an offensive juggernaut, um, so you know their games have gone in terms of their totals um, the last few weeks: 69, 56, 69, and 63. A couple of nicers in there, um, but the last four games have been a little bit different. So it's been 33, 41, 30, and 34. So they're starting to run the ball more, go up, go on longer drives. Soak up the clock. And the Broncos, I know they were dreadful last week, but they are a much, much better team at home. Mile high gives them such a big advantage in terms of the crowd noise and the atmosphere there that it troubles defenses. And Brady struggled in mile high. That's the, the one stadium that he has a losing record in. I think he's three and seven there. Um, so I expect New England to win, and I was, I'm tempted to take the minus seven and a half as well, but I just like the under a little bit better. Um, I think you could see just like a, uh, you know, a twenty-eight to ten game or uh you know, even like twenty seven to seven games, something like that. I just I just can't see it being a a huge game. I think if New England get up to a double digit lead, they'll just uh keep pounding the rock and um just forcing just trying to get out of there unscathed and uninjured and uh just get out of there with a W. I, I can't see them um in saying that now, they'll probably end up doing what they did against the Tebow uh the Broncos back at the playoffs and just pummel them um, like your Eagles did, but no, I, I just can't see it happening. So I'm going to take the under.
0: Yeah, that, that's I like your logic. Yep. I like your logic. Um, has have the Broncos named
1: quarterback? Yeah, Brock Osweiler is starting. Um, Trevor Simeon is there. <laughs> um, but yeah, look. So, but the Broncos previous right, if four that's, out. That's the case. Yeah,
0: that's the case. The uh, oh, yeah, God, the under, the under, and the minus seven and a half looks pretty.
1: Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good, eh? And part of the reason as well I'm going the under, a lot of the public money is on the over, and the public's been not great this year um, in terms of primetime games. So this is the Sunday night football game, so uh, I like to go sort of against the public grain here. Um, they've been um, not great this year in primetime, so a lot of the money at the moment apparently is all on the over. So I am uh, taking the under in New England versus Denver. Yeah, nice. Last play, buddy.
0: All right, last play. Dallas minus three,
1: plus three, buddy.
0: Plus, th- I did this
1: again. I know you <laughs> texted to me. And I was like, "What are you doing? You stop handicapping yourself."
0: You know what? Maybe because I think they should be favorite because I just I I. I agree. They should be. Every fa- week.
1: They should be favorite. And I was gonna make them my play, but I just I don't know. Atlanta in a corner here.
0: <laughs> I don't understand the love for this Falcons team. It's a, but, uh, it's, anyway. a, it's a
1: playoff game for the Falcons, right? If they lose, they are out of it.
0: Yeah, oh, bloody hell. Um, all right, so I we're not sure about the whole zig suspension. We don't know how much that is. That's, that's going to drag on for at least another week, right?
1: Well, we get a decision in the next 24 hours regarding... I don't know if it's final, what this decision's going to be, but we'll know... Um, In about and I probably like twenty minutes after we upload this, we'll we'll know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and the thing, the whole thing about this is, is I'm so not well versed in any U.S. court stuff because this whole, uh, from my understanding, (laughs) which is absolute zero or it could be minus, I could have, I think Zeke (laughs) will pretty much just go to every single state in the U.S. and appeal his suspension until some court accepts it. That's just what it seems like. Every time something happens, it's like, oh, no. now he's going to the second Supreme Court of Hawaii to see if they will somehow, you know, uphold this decision by the NFL and just drag it out for another offseason. That's just what it seems like every single take it every to the single yeah,
2: it's a human rights that's issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: no, but that's honestly what it feels like. So you know whether or not he plays. Sorry, yeah, whether he plays or not, I don't think it's gonna. It, I think either you know the Cowboys are just gonna be like, all right, sweet, like let's put this whole Zeke thing behind us now, and let's just you know go with um, Alfred Morris, and then they're just you know that's just gonna they're just gonna embrace it and be like, hey. He's the guy now. Let's go. The next yep. man up. I don't think Dak's going to care. It's not a ho- Dak seems to be a guy that and doesn't he, get. And game. he's
1: playing. He's playing well. I think it's overlooked. Yeah,
0: he's he, playing well. And he, yeah, and you know, for all the love and respect Dak Prescott gets last season, it was still you know Zeke being Zeke, and you know this this uh, this ridiculously awesome rushing season that Elliott had, but Prescott you know it was in the mvp conversation for um for parts of last season so yeah. this would be also a time that he could embrace it and his time to shine and say you know look we don't need zeke you've still got me and prescott's such a safe quarterback he's such a safe quarterback yeah. and the cowboys just don't give the ball away much and the prescott just doesn't throw interceptions and the falcons the falcons secondary sucks so <laughs> I wouldn't
1: go that far, but they're they're still being saucy on defense. They're just I don't know. They're just out of sync offensively. Like they started the season well, but they're I think they're averaging like sixteen points a game over the last few weeks, and it's just Wait, I don't know. How
0: many how many interception return yards does Atlanta have? Uh, zero. They have
1: one.
0: Okay, they have one, which oh. is thirty first. Okay. I can't tell you who's 31st. 30 thirty second though. So that's It's not, that's it's a... not
1: the Colts, because my boy Malik Cooker. God. Rest up, big guy. Yeah. Um much <laughs> yeah, love. But, much love to you.
0: You know, it's just it's just not gonna happen. It's just I, I can't see it. Yeah. I like I they're just too safe and I can't see the Falcons all of a sudden just putting together um, you know, an offensive performance oh, that's going to no, they're
1: backed into a quarter. This is it. Like it's do or die. It's playoff football. But
0: I no but I feel like they've been into a corner in, in a corner for the last two three weeks, and this is the, and it's the same thing. I think yeah. the Cowboys, the Cowboys are are in a good spot. They realize that hey, yep. look, Philly are pulling away now, um, and we have to, you know, we got to get this wild card spot. Yep. But the Falcons are just, I don't know, they're just not yep. liking
1: it. The Cowboys O line over the last three weeks has been really, really strong. So even if Zeke's out, like you, you fully trust that they can still. Um, have a good game with Alfred Morris and then uh yeah rely on Dak Prescott um to make some some big time throws as well. So uh Yeah. Yep.
0: But, and this defense does not get enough credit.
1: Yeah, no, Sean Lee's playing well, Demarcus Lawrence is a defensive player of the year candidate. Um yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like it. I All like right. the play. I considered it as well, but uh after you text me yours I uh I went with the, I went in a different direction just to give the punter some variation. So um, alright, my last play is tomorrow in Thursday Night Football, um, which will be today for most people listening to this. Get on Seattle minus five and a half here against Arizona. Um, I don't like taking a sort of a, a road Thursday Night Football division match, but Arizona really struggled last week, um, to beat the 49ers. Um, they, they tried their best to sort of hide. Drew Stanton, after he found some success early, but then they just started handing the ball off to Adrian Peterson 37 times. That's not going to work against. It's not going to work against this Seattle defense. They're too good. They're too strong. Um, And plus, they need to win this game after you know, unfortunate loss last week. Uh, I don't think they are expecting that loss um, at home. So um, I definitely think that they need to win this game and and to prove that they're still a good team and a contender in this game in this league that they're going to win. Um, this game, and um, they've they've got a good record uh, as well. So over the last... Uh, where are we? Uh, so Seattle, they're 4-1 against the spread in their last five games when they're playing on the road against Arizona. So the road teams had a really good record in these matchups. So I definitely think uh, Seattle w- will cover. I think Russell Wilson will have a good game. He'll expose that whoever... Patrick Peterson isn't on. Um, Paul Richardson's emerged. Tyler Lockett's had a strong couple of weeks. And Jimmy Graham, they're finally starting to you know, funnel the ball through to him as well. So I definitely think Seattle will be able to uh, shut AP down, force Drew Stanton to throw it against the Legion of Boom and uh, get the win.
0: All right. I'm really nervous about this bet.
1: Yeah. I am as well, but I, I just think...
0: Because uh, I, I honestly, I nearly picked the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, I... No, I didn't, but I I can see it. I get it. it yeah, division game, early week, Thursday night football's done some some weird things, but I no, I when I look at the metrics and the, and the difference between the two teams in in DVOA, it's just too big of a gap. Um, you can look at um, some other metrics. Um, you know the power rankings on covers or uh, Massey Peabody as well. They do their power rankings. The discrepancy is too large. Um, for me to to back Arizona.
0: All right, well looking at looking at some of these um these performances by Seattle, they only just got over team like the 49ers. Like yep. they, they haven't been that great and they've just just been getting so many wins. Yep. Just been getting so many wins. And, like I feel they've been so lucky. But
1: look at Arizona you know, though. They they're 4 and 4, but two of their wins are against the 49ers.
0: Oh, and like I and I agree. I'm not yep. saying Cardinals are good by any means. Yep. But I'm saying that they, they they have been slowly improving but I, the Seahawks have been so lucky the Seahawks have they they leading um, accepted penalties through the first nine games by a mile and they they they've had nine more penalties than the second place team yep. and the cardinals are one of the most disciplined teams in 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 the NFL and in, so, and in like saying Deanna that as Bill- well
1: though like they should they would have beaten Washington if Blair Walsh made just one of those three missed field goals. You know what I mean? Like, they've had some bad luck as well. I just think that I just think that they're going to take their frustration out um, in this game and, and probably double-digit win. I just think it's... I think the, I right. I, I I think the, the Seattle won. game's coming. Uh, Dwayne Brown's been there a couple of weeks now. I think their O-line will be a little bit better, but uh, if they can shut down sort of Chandler Jones, they should be fine. God, I, I don't like it, but it's a weird week. It's a weird... There's not too many line bets I like this week, that's why I've gone. And I only went line bet. Yeah, that's why I <laughs> went totals. So, all right, um, all right. Of of Welcome. the of the three uh, of your three, who's your uh, who's your most confident one for our multi with uh, reading the plays, uh, the winning edge uh, for sport and racing? Please check them out um, for our multi with Mister NFL.
0: To be honest, I like them all. I, um, <laughs> You're confident. I'm struggling. You're sensing it. Struggling a... to
1: Wow! Someone's just the hubris from this man.
0: I know. Hey, I, I had I had six successful bets in a row before I finally choked. Um, that, is, that is true. Uh, Any day actually, now,
1: buddy. Any day. Uh, let
0: right. Let's let's. I I generally I generally pick the top one. Yeah. And that's that's been my trend. So yeah. my my top one, my first one, I'll go. steal is minus ten.
1: Okay, I'm gonna take the under in the Patriots oh no, I don't know. God damn. Um I don't wanna wait till Sunday night football, but then you've scared me about Seattle and then Jets yeah. Tampa Bay. No, i am taking Seattle I'll take it Seattle minus five and a half, 'cause if it if that fails you can reload and, and win your money back, uh with uh, the Steelers minus ten and then the Saints minus two and a half road Road favorite at Buffalo there from Mr. NFL is hanging some onion. All right. To finish the show, we'll be quick. Cause this is a long punt return episode, but cause we haven't spoke to you this week. We've, uh, we've had a bit of a chin Um, who's your underdog play this week?
0: Underdog play. Um, because I originally thought they were the favorite, I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Plus three. Yeah. <laughs> Not plus three. Just, Look, just to win. To like,
1: yeah. yeah. I, uh, I like that as well. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think that should be closer to a pick 'em game rather than um yeah $2.22 there for Dallas. Uh I'll take Washington at home against the Vikings. Uh Washington are a, a tough team to beat at home and and if this game was you know in Minnesota I'd be tipping the Vikings um but yeah I think Washington uh, at $2 there um I think uh they can uh, knock off the Vikings but it'll be interesting to see how this uh The quarterback, uh, what decision they go in the direction there uh, for Minnesota, but I'll take uh, Washington.
0: Oh, you can hear some. You can hear the Vikings fans already, can't you? Just getting a little bit excited about everything that's. Yeah, I'm just,
1: I'm, I'm I'm happy for Teddy as a player. Like, seen dancing on the practice field today, it was just that's so good. Yeah. Anyway, he's still only 24 as well. Like, it's not like like he could he could start his career now. You could count this whole like a brand new beginning. You could pretty much call him a rookie at this point.
0: Wouldn't go that far, but yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just been such a an absence from it. football. I miss, but yeah.
0: I miss Teddy. Yeah, I missed Teddy.
1: Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh that's our plays. Uh just a reminder as well, if you if you have backed all our underdog plays, you'd be up eight and a half units uh uh on the underdog plays and we are sixty percent on the year, sixty point three percent um between us with our uh, six plays a week, which is a, a pretty good strike rate um when you look at the amount of bets that we have laid out
0: yeah and like our underdog bets uh we put 10 grand on every bet so that would you'd be up 80 grand yep. it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty impressive
2: pretty good math
1: all right man um look forward hopefully we'll get you back for the full range of shows next week i know you've been a little bit busy so uh enjoy week 10 and uh we'll speak next week
0: i I want to enjoy week 10 when philly's on a buy. Just when they're so they're on fire, they're going to have a buy. I'm I'm nervous. But now.
1: you don't have to worry about a loss. You can just let your hair down and enjoy football without any any interest.
0: Uh, yeah. So it's great. So Philly are on the buy, and I can what let my hair down. Except I've invested so heavily in Philly's biggest rival this weekend. So yeah, great, great.
1: <laughs> I think that's a great way to end the show. soon. <laughs>
0: This has been the Punt return. Don't forget to check out readingtheplay.com to get the winning edge on all sports and racing. You can also check out all bets mentioned on today's podcast online at wooteny.com and make sure to follow each of the boys on Twitter at this is Woot and at jynfl or you can follow the podcast at wooteny. And as always, gamble responsibly.